0: Hello, and welcome back to the Home to Self podcast. I'm so excited to be recording another episode for you guys. I was away in California last week visiting friends and family, and so it took some time off, but it feels really good to be back on the mic recording another episode. And I'm really, really excited for this one because it's kind of the foundation, the basis for my entire business as a health coach, and kind of the new direction that I I've been taking in it taking it in this year in regards to what I'm calling mindful wellness. And so this podcast episode as you saw is called Wellness Reimagined. And I'm going to dive deeper into what that means and really start to unpack that with you guys, but I just want to preface this by saying that obviously this is all my opinion and um all based on my experience, my personal experience and that of working with clients through their health and wellness journey and also the research that I've done. But as with everything in this podcast and beyond, please just take what resonates and leave the rest and um, just view this as an open conversation where we can start to have more discussions about this kind of stuff, you know, the the whole health and wellness community and field is really there's a lot to dissect there and there's a lot of different views and opinions and I think that's really healthy when we can have these diff- different discussions. But all in all, I want to really start to talk about a new shift into a new kind of wellness. And like I said, this is something I'm starting to call mindful wellness and Really what that means is being more intentional about our approach, not not like getting so stuck on the what, like what strategy we're doing, what we're eating, how we're moving, like those details, although they are important, they are a piece of the puzzle. I think that there's a piece that is even more important that we have as a community, as a society, disregarded for some time. And I think that that is where we've started to go wrong. So... Let me, let me try to unpack this in a way that actually makes sense for you. But that's kind of where we're going. I want to start off by giving you a statistic that I found online. It's a UK study that was done in 2020. And it said that the average person will try 126 diets in their lifetime. Personally, I think that that is very low. In terms of what I think the number actually is. But again this is an average. And um, based on this one study. Right. And so I want to give you that number. So that we can start to understand. That dieting is obviously. A huge part of the health and wellness journey. That so many people embark on. And if people are trying. Roughly 126 diets in their lifetime. That needs to be unpacked. Like, why are we trying so many different diets? Obviously, if we are trying so many different approaches to become a healthier and better version of ourselves, then something is off. Something's not working. Because if one of those diets worked, you wouldn't try another one, right? That's kind of the the preface for that. And I want to bring my own journey into this, like I said, because I can only really speak from my own experience. But when I look at this, I understand it. It makes sense to me because I have been there. I was constantly on some sort of diet or restriction for probably three years, if not more. And I often called it a diet, I often called it a challenge, a detox, an experiment, I love that word, or whatever else I could find to describe what I was doing. And for me personally, being obsessed with health and wellness and trying new things and biohacking and really just optimizing my lifestyle, I definitely feel like some of it was just for the sake of experimenting and trying new things and you know that's that's kind of the field that I'm in as a health coach I want to pave a new path and and try things first and then talk to my community about them about what works what didn't what my kind of view on these different experiments quote-unquote are and so that is definitely a side of it but if I peel another layer beneath that I can say for sure (laughs) that a lot of this, a lot of my experimentation, quote-unquote, was because of an underneath or under layer of wanting more, wanting to feel more worthy, more loved, more successful, prettier, skinnier, you know, more toned. Like there's always an underlying reason for why we do these things, why we try new diets, why we try new programs, new fitness routines, new supplements. And um, as humans, we don't really chase outcomes just for the sake of outcomes. We chase outcomes because of the feelings that we think those outcomes are going to bring us. And that's where we need to start getting real with ourselves. And this is what I want to start to unpack. So the question really becomes, why are we willingly putting ourselves under so much stress? Like what are we actually looking for? What does having a toned and skinny body actually bring us, right? Because like I said, we chase feelings, not outcomes. And so what I think is is pretty self-explanatory is that when it comes to health and wellness, most of us most of us think that a physical healthy body is going to bring us more confidence, more self-worth, more self-love, maybe more fulfillment. All of these different feelings and kind of um, characteristics that we are looking to embody as human beings. And, you know, it's pretty self-explanatory as well, that that is also the conditioning that we have received since childhood in every advertisement every billboard, magazines and now online with advertisements and different influencers all we see is that those who look pretty and are skinny and are quote unquote healthy receive more love, more attention, more success. Like it's just life is better when you are healthy. That is kind of the the really simple but obvious messaging that we have received. And so that is what we are chasing, right? It's this physical picture in our minds that we think is going to bring us the life that we want and so it's obvious that we are chasing that vision for ourselves and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with wanting to live in a healthier body and to look a certain way. It's part of this human experience to have this vessel that we get to kind of manipulate. And, you know, we get to work out and see the results in our body and build more muscle and get toner and leaner. And that's all part of the fun. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. What I'm here to point out and, and open the conversation for is the journey that we take to get there and how for a lot of us, myself included, that journey has not been extremely beneficial for our overall health and well-being. And whenever I speak about health, I want to clarify that I'm not just talking about physical health. I am talking about health in terms of mental, physical, spiritual, and emotional health because we are interconnected beings. We are so complex and everything is working together at all times. And so we can't just pull out physical health and talk about it as if it wasn't connected to every other part of ourselves. So that's why I'm calling it wellness and not just health. But to go back to what I think really is the problem here, the reason why we keep trying new diets and why none of them really work is because they aren't actually giving us those feelings of confidence and self-worth and self-love in the long term, right? If those feelings were long-term results of dieting, supplementing, going harder at the gym, eating less food, implementing new habits, then don't you think that we would have seen a massive improvement by now? And yet the opposite is true. As a society, we are sicker and more unhappy than ever before. So again, the question to explore here is why? Why is it not working? What is not clicking? Where are we getting it wrong? And personally, I think that it comes from a huge lack of awareness. It's not so much what people are doing, although that is a piece of the puzzle, like I said. It's more so how they're doing it. Because what I have seen, again, from my journey and those of my clients, is that people are reacting to the life and the body that they don't want instead of creating the life and the body they do want. And that kind of nugget of wisdom comes from Peter Crone. And it is subtle, but it's very profound once you start to unpack it and understand what that's saying. What it's really implying is that So many of us are reacting to where we are currently at by fighting ourselves because we don't like where we're at. We don't like the body that we live in and we think that there's something wrong with us and that we are not loved if we look a certain way. And so it's everything that we do ends up coming from that place of self-hatred and self-sabotage. Because we think that we have to fix ourselves. We think we have to change in order to be loved in this world. And that is the piece that I think is so detrimental to our overall health and well-being in the long run. It's that underlying motivation that I think we need to take a deeper, closer look at. Because we can't hate the person we are today, the version of ourselves that we are today in order to get to a version of ourselves that we like tomorrow. Where they see where they're at today, they look in the mirror and they hate where they're at. They really, really just are miserable looking at themselves in the mirror and seeing the version of themselves that they are today. And so that hatred and that and that shame is what is motivating them to go to the gym and push themselves harder and discipline their way into a better version of themselves. And yet they're masking it with health and wellness and making it look like, oh, look at my salad that I'm eating and I'm, I'm so healthy and I'm so happy. And <laughs> I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. Obviously, this is all well intended. But where is this motivation coming from? Because you can't change coming at it from the same mindset that got you into trouble in the first place. You can't become a different version of yourself, a better version of yourself, if you're still using the same tactics, the same self-talk that got you to this place in the first place. And that is not talked about enough. And I think that that reason alone is why... Becoming healthier feels so hard for people. It feels so unattainable because it's a constant battle. It's a constant fight in your mind to get yourself to the gym, to stay consistent, to eat less, to be healthier, to be better, to wake up earlier. It's like you're constantly fighting yourself and your intuition and pushing yourself, trying to outrun your mind, trying to overcome the feelings that you have in your body. And so it's just a constant battle and what that leads to in your body is stress. We are under so much stress nowadays and it's so obvious why people aren't getting better and they're actually getting more sick and more unhappy and more unwell. It's because there is such an internal battle going on while they are chasing health and wellness. And so I no longer want to sit here and just tell people what they should be eating and how they should be exercising and tell them to go on their merry way because it doesn't work in the long run. You might see some quick results and some relief for a short term for a short period of time, but it doesn't last. And health and wellness is something that you're going to be pursuing and cultivating for the rest of your life. It's not like you go to the gym and get skinny and then you can stop going to the gym and sit on the couch and just it just sticks, right? It's an ongoing journey and you evolve and so does your workout routine and so does your lifestyle and your diet. Like These things are constantly changing with us. And so in order for them to actually stick and for us to embody that healthy lifestyle, we have to come at it from a place of intuition, a place of self-love, a place of understanding and being connected to our bodies. And in order to do that, we have to start with mindset. We have to start by looking within us, looking at our past trauma and conditioning and wounds that have not been healed yet and heal them and really start to get into our bodies, calm our nervous systems down, become in tune with our intuition, and then from that place we can start to look at strategies, at routines, at diets, at lifestyle changes. It has to start from the inside out and not from the outside in. So let's go back to talking about stress and what this is doing And how this is really an obstacle in the way of our better version of ourselves. This healthier, better version of ourselves that we are all craving. When we are internally battling ourselves, we are putting ourselves into a state of fight or flight. Our nervous system has these two states. It's either in fight or flight or it's in rest and digest. And it's not like stress is all bad. Because a lot of times stress gets a really bad rap where we think that we need to avoid all stress and never be in a stress state. But stress is here for a reason and it always has been. It's a primal reaction and response to a threat in the environment so that we can ultimately survive. So if a car is about to hit you and you see it coming, your being, your vessel, turns into this fight or flight mode so that you have the best chance to jump out of the way, or do whatever it takes to survive. And that is very helpful. We wouldn't be here without it. The problem is that a lot of us stay in chronic stress mode. So we stay stuck in this fight or flight mode instead of being able to quickly recover back into the the state that we are supposed to be in more long-term, which is this rest and digest, relaxed and calm state. That's when you can be present and aware and in tune with your body and you're not constantly hypervigilant and looking around you and just feeling like you are not safe, right? And so for most of us in this society, especially in America, we live in a mild to severe state of stress, Where we are constantly aware of our environment and we are just moving a little bit quicker we're running on adrenaline and we are a little bit stressed out problem is a lot of us don't even realize that that is not normal we think it's normal because so many people around us are operating in the same way And it helps us to get stuff done sometimes, right? I know for myself, I used to live off of adrenaline. It used to be my fuel that just got me moving around. But I knew that it wasn't good for me because whenever I tried to rest and relax, I felt uneasy. Like I couldn't actually calm down and I felt like I needed to do something. And so I was constantly like jittering or like grabbing at something or messing around with something or distracting myself. And that's a good sign that, you know, you're in this state or this state of fight or flight. And so The reason that I'm explaining this stress mode is because your body is not able to heal itself when it is constantly under stress. And so really the number one thing that we need to start to look at in order to step into health and wellness is where our nervous system is at. How are we moving through our day? Is it in a stressed out mode or are we able to calm down and relax when there is no threat in our environment? Problem is, the threats that we mostly deal with nowadays are not even in our environment, they're in our minds. Meaning that the stress might not be that a tiger's chasing you, but that in your head you are anxious about an email that you might get from your boss or a call that you have to make later on. It's our thoughts that are creating our stress in our body for the most part nowadays. And that's why mindset is so important. It is so crucial crucial. Because if you keep putting your body under stress based on your thoughts, which most of the time are rooted in past experiences, past trauma, past conditioning that we haven't actually felt and processed, then we are constantly putting ourselves into a state from which our bodies cannot heal. And this leads me to the next point, which is, Health is not something that you need to chase. It's not something that you need to find outside of yourself. And this was a really, really hard pill for me to swallow because as a health coach, I believed so much in diet changes and superfoods and pills and potions that were natural, but... Effective And that were really going to kind of quote unquote fix me, right? And so I was looking for health in a pill, in a program, in a diet. And it never quite gave me the feelings that I was looking for that we talked about at the beginning. Because health isn't something that you have to find. Health is a natural state of being that we all have as human beings. It's our natural state. And the way that I want you to think about this is imagine if you cut yourself, right? Not that deep where you need stitches, but if you just cut yourself lightly, you don't really have to do anything other than keep the wound clean and get out of the way. Your body knows exactly what to do to heal that cut without you having to do anything. That is a natural intelligence that the body has, that nature has as a whole, and you are part of nature. And so that applies to your health in general. Your body is doing nothing other than trying to heal at all times. Because that is in your body's best interest when it comes to a survival perspective, right? If you are healthy, you are able to reproduce and you are able to contribute to the natural movement of life, the natural cycles of life. And so it is in your best interest and your body's best interest to be healthy. And so that is always what's happening. It's always trying to find a state of homeostasis, a state of balance within your body. And that means That our only job is to get out of the way. Is to remove the obstacles that are keeping our body from being naturally well. So it's no longer a chase when you view it from that perspective. It's no longer a chase. It is now a, oh, I need to look internally. I need to assess what is going on and how I am getting in my own way. And then I need to begin to remove those obstacles and heal those layers that are getting in the way of my natural state of being, my natural state of wellness. And like I said earlier, the biggest threat nowadays to our bodies is our own thoughts, our own belief systems, how we talk to ourselves, the words that we use, everything that goes on within our minds is what we need to address. And that is the part that I think, Way too many health influencers and doctors and medical professionals and just everyone in the health and wellness community is leaving out. Not everyone. But a lot of people are leaving that out. And I think that that is where the obstacle lies. That is why people are finding it so hard to achieve this level of wellness and these feelings of confidence and self-love and worth that we are craving. Right? You are born worthy. Nothing that you could ever do or anything that happened to you could ever take that away from you. If I were to cut you open right now, there is nowhere in there a manufacturing label that says unworthy. That's a story. That's a conversation. That's a thought. And therefore, a diet or a physical appearance or a toned body is never going to provide that feeling to you because the only issue there is that you have that belief And that body is not going to take away that belief. That belief needs to be removed by healing whatever caused you to acquire that belief, which is usually rooted in childhood. And so, this conversation is getting really long, but I hope you're still with me here. I am here to offer us all a new type of health and wellness. Wellness reimagined. One that is not coming from self-hatred, self-sabotage, lack of self-worth and self-love and self-trust, but one that is coming from self-love, from self-acceptance, from self-compassion. And that is literally a world of a difference. It's a night and day difference. And I have seen this in my own journey to a degree that is almost unimaginable. (laughs) Like I am still in awe at how much is changing as a ripple effect to changing my beliefs, my mind, and everything that goes on internally. The way that I view myself, healing that, and starting to connect to my body and my intuition and letting that guide me forward. Because we are all so, so different. No one approach is going to work for everyone. And the way to actually feel confident, feel worthy, feel more self-love is again, removing whatever's getting in the way and then starting to cultivate that relationship with yourself and letting that be your internal GPS for everything that you do in the name of health and wellness. So for the person who thinks they have tried everything, they have tried all the diets, all the supplements, everything that they have been able to get their hands on, and yet something is still off. You're still not feeling quite like you want to feel. You still don't look like you want to look. This is your sign. This is your sign to take a step back. To focus on calming your nervous system. To taking some rest to spending some quality time with yourself and asking yourself these deeper questions. Where are my thoughts coming from? Start to question your thoughts and your beliefs. Start to see if they're actually benefiting you, if they're serving you. Start to spend more time in nature, which is going to help calibrate your nervous system and calm you down. Start to hang around people who inspire you, who motivate you, who support you. Focus on your sleep start to journal, start to reconnect to the person that lives within you and that inner child who's begging for your attention and your love. We are going to spend the rest of our lives with ourselves. It's you and you forever. And so you need to make sure that that relationship is strong and that it's rooted in compassion and self-love so that that can be your motivation to see how far you can get. Because we should always keep striving for more. That is part of the human experience, part of the fun, part of being human, right? Like I said at the beginning, we have this vessel and we get to play around within it. And so there's nothing wrong with wanting to improve your life and strive for more and build muscle and do these things. Like I said in the beginning, it's all about the intention. Where is that coming from? Because if you are fighting yourself to get there, it's going to be really hard. It's going to be really hard and not enjoyable and it's going to lead to a further disconnect between you and your higher self, you and your intuition and it's just, it's just going to suck honestly and a lot of times that leads to burnout and fatigue and your hormones will be out of whack because like I said, everything is operating under the stress mode and still operating from this low self-worth and self-hatred which is not going to get you anywhere. So take a step back. Focus on actually feeling better within your own skin before you ever hit the gym, before you ever try to radically change your diet. Start there. Start with mindset. Start with self-love. Start cultivating that relationship with yourself and then let that guide you. And you will see the difference almost instantaneously. When you stop hating yourself and stop talking to yourself like you are someone or a machine that needs to be fixed, everything will start to change. When you change your mindset, your body physically starts to change. I promise you, it is all connected. <laughs> and your body will respond to how you are talking to yourself and what you are believing about yourself. And a great place to start, which I'm going to talk a lot more about in another episode, is with your words. Listen. Listen to the words you use. Your words are creating your reality. So when you say things like, I can't, I'm not worthy enough, watch me mess this up, I'm not skinny enough, I am not pretty enough. You are creating a restriction for yourself. You're creating limits, putting yourself in this box through which you now have to keep reinforcing that based on what you're doing and how you see the world and your relationship to it and so become aware of the words you're using and ask yourself does this thought does this belief about myself serve me is this going to help me heal is this going to help me step into a better version of myself or is this going to limit me and keep me trapped just because i think that i can't no your beliefs create your reality your language is literally creating what you see in front of you so become aware Become aware of what's going on within you and start there. Start inside. And that is how we begin to transform ourselves and in turn our lives. It is one baby step at a time of you healing your relationship to yourself, to your body, to your mind. And letting that be the starting point for your wellness journey. Using your intuition to guide you forward. And... You can do this on your own, you 100% can, but I would recommend finding someone to support you, even if it's just one person that believes in you and believes in your intuition, you know, if this sounds like it aligns with you, if this feels like a yes in your body, you only need one person really to believe in that, believe in you and support you through this. And If you don't have that one person or you are looking for someone who is going to support you more, then I am here for you as well. You can always reach out and we can talk about what working together may look like and how I can best support you because we need to come together and really start a new movement for mindful wellness. I am all in and I want to see women start to approach their wellness and approach their health from a place of self-love and self-compassion understanding that where they are now is not their fault but it is their responsibility if they want to heal it and move forward and coming together as a community and supporting each other is everything that we need in order to make this happen and really start to see a difference in the world. It starts with the individual. It starts with healing ourselves and then extending that out into the world. All right. So before I end this episode, I'd like us all to take a deep breath together. This was a lot, but to bring it all home and really just summarize what we've talked about The old paradigm for health and wellness has been a outside in approach and for a lot of women it has become an internal battle of fighting our way to a healthier and better version of ourselves and it has created more harm than good. It has put our bodies into a constant chronic state of stress from which we cannot heal And so in order to start actually creating change for ourselves, we need to slow down, we need to look inwards, and we need to start to reconnect to ourselves and heal all of the obstacles, all of the the hardening around our authenticity and our true selves so that we can begin to create a container and the conditions for our bodies to heal themselves. And that will in turn give you the feeling that you have been looking for the feeling of self-confidence and self-love and fulfillment and inspiration and having the courage to pursue that which brings you joy And this is the new paradigm of mindful wellness, wellness reimagined, where it doesn't feel like a constant battle, but you get to decide how you are going to move through your day each and every day because you are so connected to your body and your intuition and you know exactly what you need in that moment and you are not letting guilt and shame dictate your actions any longer. You are living from a place of love and self-compassion with everything that you do. Not just within your health, but within your relationships, your career, and your life in general. That is a completely different energetic approach to life. And that is what I want to offer you. Because it doesn't have to be a fight, it doesn't have to be so hard. It gets to be easy, it gets to be enjoyable, and it gets to be intuitive. You get to decide what your life looks like. You get to decide what wellness means to you and what your body is feeling like doing that day. What you want to eat. What makes you feel good. What does not feel good. You get to have the boundaries that help to guide you forward while taking care of yourself. Don't abandon yourself because you think you have to or you think you should. No, no, no. We're taking all that away and we're starting to look within us and move through life with our intuition. And that is what I want for you. Thank you so much for sticking with me throughout this episode. I know I bounced around a lot, but hopefully you really understand what I'm trying to bring home here, the message that I'm here to bring because it is so important and it has been my journey and I just am ready to share it with others and help to continue moving this movement forward so I love you so much you are so worthy and you are so capable of stepping into that version of yourself that you've always dreamed of if you need support please reach out I'm so happy and so willing to help in any way that I can thank you thank you thank you for being here I love you have a beautiful day and we'll talk soon